Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I'm your host, Nathan. And well, everyone wants to talk about the DC fandom, the Batman teaser trailer, but here's what I really want to talk about something. Don't worry, it does revolve around DC Comics. I was excited to hear when I was on a social media website, it was Twitter, and found out that they are going to make an animated film based on one of my favorite Batman storylines. And that is The Golden Halloween. But at the same time, with that excitement comes with hesitation. I mean, it's going to be great to see, see Batman fighting off and we actually will get to see Calendar Man most likely in animated form which I haven't seen besides in the Arkham Asylum video games and in the comic panel of the Long Halloween. It should be interesting on how they are going to portray the Long Halloween because with another popular and at the same time infamous comic book, The Killing Joke, when they made the animated film. I just hope they don't add their own little mini introduction storyline that makes you feel uncomfortable, and then you finally get to the storyline. Well, with a two-parter, most likely it has me a little bit on the east side more than, I don't know. But one way or another, I'm excited to see them work on on a long Halloween film and have it be animated. The changing of the tides from fighting mobsters as the Fal as the Falcone family to fighting crazy costumed criminals. If you haven't heard of the story with Batman for the long Halloween, the story is there's now there's a mysterious killer by the name of Holiday and he has killed each member of the as close to each member of the Falcone family on a specific holiday of a specific month throughout and the beauty of this you actually get to see Batman being that great detective that you rarely even get to see with media unless of course with the Arkham Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, I do even Arkham Origins and even Arkham Knight. Video games. And of course in the comic books. And And you even get to see that in Batman the MA series as well. You get to see more of him being that great detective that you hear about instead of the vigilante fighting crime. Also, I'm really curious on number one, who will be the voice actor director for this? Most likely, I would say and Andrea Romero. Andrea Romero is such a whiz with finding voice actors, both well-known, talented, and at the same time, that is a known talent, find a way to make, you know, find a way to have, like, the right balance of voices. And, and do the characters uh, justice. 
I'm hoping Kevin Conroy is voicing Batman, but we shall see. I'm curious on what the other... who will be voicing the other characters for this. I do believe that this movie will be... This will be a two-parter, and it will be out... I do believe about... They say in 2021, but the que- but the next question is when in 2021. But I am really excited because every single time I read this comic book, especially to the last panel of this comic book, oh, I get goosebumps every single time. Even when I see it coming and everything, I get goosebumps every time. I am really excited. I am really excited for the Lone Halloween being made into an anime movie, a two-parter. I just, I just, I'm, I'm keeping calm, but trust me, I'm about at a, at a hundred in my head right now. I am really excited for this movie. Everyone's going to be talking about the Batman teaser trailer, and we'll talk about Wonder Woman 84. I am ecstatic. I am ecstatic for the Lone Halloween anime movie. But I don't want to get too hyped up because that leads to disappointment because of everything that you were expecting and hoping for. And they'll, and most likely, they'll, they might end up cutting some parts out, but we shall see. I mean, the way that it sounds for a two-parter, it sounds that they're mostly going to keep everything in. There will be some little changes here and there, of course, because it's a, it's a different media compared to a comic book. And sometimes you have to realize on what parts that need to be kept in and what parts that you can take out. Now for those of you that have just come on by and and listening, no you are you didn't accidentally came by and listening to a Batman or a Dark Knight podcast. But for this case I'm really well, I wouldn't say the biggest fan of Batman, but a, a mild-mannered uh, Batman fan, you could say. And I'll be talking about the Batman teaser trailer and my thoughts on that. But let me give you a little bit of a backstory. I became a fan of Batman because it shows in how much if they put their mind to can help out people in need regardless of what walk of life. He faces his fears every day, and plus he has cool gadgets. He was basically what every guy wanted to become, a, phila- a philanthropist with a scientific mind. That just so happens to put the law in his own hands. I remember Batman the Animated Series. Kevin Conroy is Batman to me. I remember getting excited after watching the trailer of Batman Arkham City. I was ecstatic that my that my Batman fan man came out. <laughs> I saw Batman Arkham was a Arkham City was a great video game with uh I mean Batman Arkham Asylum, excuse me. Was a great video game with a lousy boss end though. Hugo Strange is an underrated Batman villain. It was a great setup. Half of Gotham is known as Arkham City. By the way, there's going to be a spoiler alert for the video game Batman Arkham City. Why? Also, I to explain why I'm also 
hesitant as well with the Batman teaser trailer as well. What they did was just make Hugo Strange a lackey to another character, Ra's Al Ghul. I was disappointed in that aspect. I enjoyed the game immensely. I would play it. I would play it again, and thanks to my thanks to my brother for getting the video game, which included, by the way, a comic book to promote Arkham City. But what happened after the main storyline of the game was over? I decided, from my disappointment of Hugo Strange, turned into inspiration, and I ended up creating a fan creation. I was trying to think what would I think the next video game of Arkham would be. It was a fun game until I realized what ended up as the end product with Arkham Knight. Also, with what plot would I do for a Batman movie? I, I mixed those two. But I'm not going to say it just in case if somehow I want to make like a, a like a fan a fanimated film of it or something, uh, just in case. I'm, I'm saying this because what seems in the teaser trailer, the Batman, the main villain Riddler, and this looks in a voice, No justice, no lies, and with your blind eye. It sounds great, but I'm worried with them adding Catwoman, the Penguin, that there will not be enough to develop. And I'm excited to see Batman on any screen for that matter, being a detective more than a vigilant crime fighter. I enjoy that Batman in the animated series and Arkham Games trilogy. I'm another reason I'm hoping not to be disappointed is, well, my dad really wants to see these movies, but when I explained my dad, he even was hyped up for this movie. So I just don't want the wool over our eyes, Riddler is the main villain, but it turns out it's the Penguin. It's just the Riddler putting riddles for the Penguin. I just hope that's not the case. I really don't, but it just seems, why are they showing a lot of the Riddler? Why are they showing a lot of the Riddler, but having the Penguin, are they trying to, what it seems with the teaser trailer, this is what I'm kind of picking up on. No justice, no lies. And turning a blind eye. All of this might sound as riddles with the Riddler. But when you think about it, if you look at the backstory of the Penguin. Yeah, I'm getting to some Batman lore. The Penguin, aka known as Oswald Cobblepot. The Cobblepots were rivals to to Wayne Enterprises. Bruce Wayne, that that is Batman. And so I think that somehow the Penguin has a this might end up turning out to be that this is the Penguin and really not the Riddler. Or it could be that case of Batman Forever, but, uh, let me see here. What it could be, it could be either a team-up or this is really the Penguin's plot. It's just 
The Riddler's just doing the riddles for him because that way he doesn't have to come up with the riddles. And the Fred's just from the Penguin. But no matter what, I am I'm curious on what this movie is, and I and I do hope that Robert Pattinson gets a full recovery from unfortunately ended up coming ended up testing positive for the carry out virus internationally distant 19. So I'm going to give tidbits of what I would do with a Batman storyline, whether if it's for a movie, comic book, or even if it somehow became a video game. This is the storyline that I would go with. But here's what I would do. I would have Batman and Bruce Wayne in the most uncomfortable scenario that could possibly for both Batman and Bruce Wayne. And what would that be? Not with just the killer of being one-on-one with the killer of Bruce Wayne's parents, but to find out that actually wasn't the real killer, and it turned out to be someone else. And he ends up finding a connection with this person that just so happened to be the real killer of... Bruce Wayne's parents and would use a character that I feel gets underrepresented and use him as a twist and actually have it make sense because with Batman and Bruce Wayne imagine how each of them would react to being right in front like, at, as Batman, and also with the other half of Bruce Wayne. Interacting what turns out to be the real killer of Batman and Bruce Wayne's parents. The killer of Martha and Thomas Wayne. And finding out from a psychological sense that this specific character, this villain would take advantage of that opportunity and see how both Batman and Bruce Wayne reacts to finding out about this person. Even to the point of making own outer ego, or in this case, I guess an outer Ed, you could say, and making a whole personality and even having like a whole entire whole shtick about... Well, this is kind of based on... I used to have a watch. Uh, I used to have a watch, and it was kind of half broken. That Half of the glass was broken. And then the rest was was half broken. Half was on the glass, and half was... There was no glass at all. And I thought that maybe to have that character... Like, every single time that it's on... On that part of the shredded glass the person ends up being a different... It reacts differently. Reacts a little bit more chaotic. More chaotic. And then when it starts to be on... on the on the time of the watch, that is... 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 in a weird way, sincere, understanding, sophisticated, grounded person. And... I think I was trying to personify how sometimes different times 
can make a person change in different ways. But also, I wanted to sh- not just have to demonstrate the the, the un- uncomfortable for like being in the most bizarre and scary situation for both Batman and Bruce Wayne. But the fact is, they have to face their fear. It's not enough just to face a bunch of bats. Now they have to confront that fear, and you get to see on how both Batman and Bruce Wayne interacts. And of course, we make it kind of a mystery to the side because everything that was told and everything that gets in little little uh, breadcrumbs and pieces, you find out more and more. And even a more uncomfortable scenario, while balancing on the fact of whether this person, you know, really had any connection with Thomas and Martha, and also just so happened to be be the person that was behind behind the pistol, the villains, the rogues gallery of Batman villains have teamed up to destroy Batman as well at the same time so while looking while Batman Bruce Wayne trying to figure out what is this guy's real deal this guy on the other hand is is teaming up with all the rogues gallery of Batman villains and and the scary part ends up being nearly successful in the attempt Sometimes when we have our guard down, it can be the scariest. And that's what I would want to put through. To have characters be in, you know, very serious scenarios. And at the same time, you know, there's a little humor here and there. But mostly of, you know... With Batman and Bruce Wayne is really under guard. Because they're told one thing and it turns out there's another thing going on. So they have to use their detective, you know, with mostly their detective skills to figure out what is really going on. And then you find out some twists here and there, and also. You get to see representation rogues gallery, and you even get to be able to see behind even the costumed criminals as the Joker revealing what his nightmare scenario would be. Which I would think, because since he sees, uh, you know, with Batman, you know, that is part of the joke, a man wearing a bat suit. But if someone tells the punchline before he does, then it just ruins the fun for the Joker. So the nightmare scenario, I think, for the Joker is to find out on seeing Batman without his cowl, without his cape, and finding out who Batman really is. It ends the joke for him. It ends the fun.
And I would even get into more details of making it seem that somehow this person was had the second best industry or or the third best industry uh, in Gotham City and were maybe as it seems jealous and so they even go after even the penguin and and the cobble pots as well uh, but then a lot of people might think hey isn't that kind of a similar to a hush story you know the hush storyline well it might be inspired from that but I added in a little bit more of a twist a, a different take on that storyline And most, if, if I were to, to be able to have some camera shots, I would definitely, in, mo- in most case scenarios, have extreme close-up shots. Make it seem as, as um, and maybe kind of different, maybe even have a, have a, have a can't angle shot to, to feel the obscurity, uh, crazy, the chaotic, uncomfortability uncertainty of, of of the point of view of bat a batman even bruce wayne trying to figure out what is going on have to get to the bottom of this got to figure out why all these villains are now released why why is this person all of a sudden you know have come into his life he could have come in at any time at any point why right now and and I even kind of want to have the feeling of... And of course, if you listened earlier, you would know who I would end up turning out to be the twist villain. If you listened earlier to the episode of the podcast, that's who I would end up. And that's uh, what I would do if I made... So, so mostly extreme close-ups, some, some pan shots, some can't shots... A medium establishing shots, uh, especially with the three-point lighting, you have key, you have fill, and, and a backlight. But I think what I would do is, besides a, a three-point lighting, maybe even have like a maybe even a rhombus lighting system. Have it set up as a rhombus and, and be able to you can kind of see a little bit of the shadows of the of the of the faces, but. You're able to see enough, but not to the point of. That's what I would do with uh, that way. You could see uh, who this, uh, who this, uh, who this uh, character is, or what seems that this is the character. Uh, that's what I would do with a uh, with a Batman movie video game. Uh, that that's what I would do with a with a Batman storyline. And even to the point of showing even what is a nightmare scenario for Bruce Wayne. The nightmare scenario is having uh, Bruce Wayne end up, you know, going from philanthropist to politician. Which, of course, in Arkham City, they kind of give you a little bit of a hint of Bruce Wayne running... For politics, uh, he was running for mayor, I do believe, and yeah, I think that is the the nightmare scenario for Bruce Wayne. He ends up not only that, but as they say, 
uh, with power corrupts absolutely. And I think that would definitely be a, a scary scenario for Bruce Wayne. Especially if he thinks he is in that in that area. He thinks he's in this uh, very he's in this dark Gotham City that he's in power. Uh, power got to the best of him and and it gets to him and he and it's to the point he's unsure of which one he is. Is he Batman or is he Bruce Wayne? To the point he, he's not sure he's not sure if he's one or the other and not realizing that he's actually both. So that's what I would do with a Batman storyline. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take off my auteur director's uh, cap off and just want to say thank you everybody for listening to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. As I'm your host, Dathan, saying so long until next time. Really tempting to say same bat channel, same bat time, same bat channel. But this is not a Batman or a Dark Knight podcast. But I am a mild-mannered Batman fan. <laughs> uh, thank you to everyone for listening to me ramble on <laughs> about Batman. Uh, next episode, I'll be talking about a movie that I think was surprisingly the, the most popular uh, superhero uh, team-up movie before The Avengers. And I'm talking about the two, 2012 Avengers, as in Marvel Avengers, not that other movie with Uma Furman, The Avengers, that's based on a British property. But trust me, it's a it's a cult classic. Now I'm wondering, what is the watermelon for? I will explain it to you later. All right, thank you everybody for listening. That's your little hint of the next episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. Thank you to all you industry horror hearers out there and casual listeners. I really do appreciate you all listening to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. It it really means a lot. And also, by the time this comes out, hopefully this will come out exactly on Batman Day as well. If you enjoy listening to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast, there are about 33 other episodes that you can listen to of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. You can listen to on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Google Podcast. And if you would like to be a guest on the Industry Horror Coffin Cast, whether you're in the entertainment, horror, clothing, industry or on the autism spectrum and want to be a guest on the show please contact industry or at gmail.com thank you everybody for listening this episode of the industry or coffin cast is brought to you by 
Industry Horror. Industry Horror is a 501c3 nonprofit that helps out employ autistic, autistic adults and people with special needs in the trades of silkscreen printing, making buttons, making stickers, folding clothes, washing screens, scraping ink off of screens, unboxing, boxing, and many more trades at the warehouse. Also, cashiering, organizing, inventory, and even making designs for both from both employees of the warehouse and at the industry horror store as well. No matter how large or how small your business will be Happy to help you with your silkscreen printing needs. If you are interested, please contact industryhorror.com or industryhorror at gmail.com. You can also shop online at industryhorror.com or you can stop on by the store off of 518 East Main Street in downtown Ventura. Industry Horror, screen printing with a conscious. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. I really do appreciate all, all the Industry Horror hearers and casual listeners out there. I really do appreciate it. You all have a great rest of your day.